Hi everyone and welcome to Unlocking Business Potential, your podcast backed by BDO Chattanooga. So I'm Kelsey and I'm joined today by my amazing co-host and that is Melissa. Hi. So both of us are chartered accountants here at BDO Chattanooga and we will be guiding you through this journey of increasing your ability to unlock your business potential. So we're going to start today's advisory topic off with building better budgets and we're going to focus on the annual budget. Before we get stuck in, I just wanted to throw in our usual disclaimer that the information in this podcast is general in nature and no substitute for tailored advice specific to your particular circumstances. If you do need advice, make sure to touch base with your advisor. The annual budget, that one budget that you start set at the start of the financial year and the one that is, gives you overall targets, which encompasses all of your values and everything that you want to achieve throughout the year. It's also the budget that often gets put on the back burner because it's such a hurdle and such a pain to get started and it always seems to that you need to set it at the busiest time of the year. Yeah, you're right. It's always just before 1 April for a set of March balance day and that's when you're really busy. You're always doing your stock takes. You're trying to get everything else sorted and the last thing you want to do is plan a budget. But the one thing you need to remember is that this is time well spent. Because if you have goals that you want to achieve in your business, you need to be able to set a budget which is going to define those goals to make sure that you're achieving those targets. Yeah, no, you're totally right there. So I guess when we're thinking about building better budgets, what do we do when we're budgeting to make our budgets better? Well, we want to make sure that everything that we're putting into it is well planned and it's realistic. It's one thing to sit down and draw out a budget that you're going to present to your bank and make it look as great as possible. But if you're then going to have to present reports against that budget to show how you're going throughout the year and it's not realistic and you're well under budget for your expenses and your income, then it's not a good budget. It's not helping you get to where you want to go. And seeing those results is actually going to make you feel quite disheartened about your business because you're not seeing those results. So like when I think of a budget and giving it to a bank, I think by all means, put in your capital repayments that you really want to make, but don't overdo it. Usually when you put something like a capital repayment into a budget, the bank expects it. Yeah. And then when you can't make those repayments is when they start to doubt how you're going to progress in the future. So put things in that are achievable. Don't make them hyper- amazing and make it way too hard to achieve make sure that you can achieve it but also push yourself don't just go for the same as last year if you know you're going to do better you're putting out a new product you're going to increase yourselves don't just limit yourself to what you did last year and the other thing is don't limit yourself to what other people in your industry are doing your budget is your budget and it needs to reflect what you're planning to do in your business not what the business next door is doing because they could be doing something completely different, be at a different stage of their business journey than you are. So don't compare yourself to others. Set your budget based on what you want to achieve and make it achievable because you want to be able to beat your budget, but not by 20% because that's not a goal that you can achieve. That's just setting yourself up to make yourself feel good, even though you're achieving the same result as last year. 
Yeah, no, that's exactly right. In general, you're going to be asked to prepare a budget by multiple different people. Usually a bank's going to come to you and say, hey, we need a budget for the next 12 months. But quite often you'll get a call from a good advisor who will say that, look, it's time to revisit this budget to make sure that you're going in the right path. So how do we stop it from becoming the bank's budget or the advisor's budget? Like, how do we make it ours? Well, the thing to remember is that a budget is pretty much a 12-month roadmap as to where you want your business to go. So by setting it and looking at where you want to go and how you can achieve those goals, it puts you in the driver's seat. Your bank manager and your advisor, sure, they need to be in the car with you, but you need to be the person in the driver's seat demanding that you get those results because at the end of the day, you're the one that needs to get the benefit out of your business, whether that's the return you're expecting or you want to get a certain level of customers in a year. The only way that you can achieve those is by having a plan and your budget is the key piece of that plan that you need to make. Yeah, no, that sounds perfect. That I think to myself is how am I going to achieve a budget that someone sets for me? It needs to be something that I've had input on to really get that investment into wanting to be a part and wanting to actually make the most of the budget. Absolutely. You're not going to, if your advisor tells you you need to make 100k of sales, if you don't set that yourself and you don't see that as realistic, you're not going to be able to deliver on that. And you're the person sitting in your business doing that work. So you're the person in the best position to see what's possible. Yeah, no, definitely. So I think both you and I were listening to a webinar the other day and I'm trying to think of the stat she gave us. So it was like, if you have a plan, you've got a 10% chance of achieving it. If you document the plan, it hits up to about 50%. And then if you actually have someone holding you accountable, you're hitting the 80, 90% chance of actually achieving your goal. Absolutely. So your budget is going to be that plan and that documentation. And then if you present that plan or work on that plan with your advisor and your bank manager, um, and then depending on what systems you have in place, but you should be able to have a system that you can report against that, then your advisor can run some reports for you after every GST or every quarter and show you how you're going against that budget. And that's really going to hold you accountable so that if you're maybe not making budget for the first quarter, You can see where you can make tweaks in your business in quarter two, three, and four to make sure that by the end of the year, you've met those goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. That's cool. And so you kind of raised a really big point to me is you've got to have a system. So when we talk about systems, we always go into tech. So what about we move on to our tech portion of this episode? Yeah. And yet again, we're talking about cash flow. We're talking about budgeting systems and what tech we can use to make the most of budgets, make the most of cash flows. So there are so many tools out there for how you can build a budget and then report against it as you go throughout the year. And I guess the first key one is that a lot of people at the moment are all about Xero. Xero is a huge accounting piece of software out there and it's very helpful across the board. And it also includes a budget manager, which is a very simple way that you can enter your budget. So you can begin by just copying in some results from the prior year, just to give you a bit of a feel as to when expenses and income may fall throughout the year. And then you can tweak those numbers to get your 
goal result as to where you want to be at the end of the year. So I've used that for a couple of small not-for-profits. It's yep. really good for people that just want to see it based on a P&L basis. And it's quite user-friendly. I believe most people, anyone with the ability to use Excel can put a budget together using zero budget. It's very, very similar to an Excel spreadsheet, yeah. different cells, different totals for you. So it's very simple, but it means that it's in zero and it means that you can easily report your actual results against that budget using the reports in zero. Yeah, it's kawaii. So that's so really easy. good and that's going to help our little uh, players and our not-for-profits and stuff like that. But then we're getting to the stage where our business is growing, we've got more needs, we've got to account for maybe those below-the-line expenses or payments. So how do we account for those using some software? So there are, again, so many tools out there in the marketplace for building a budget. And if you are using Xero as your accounting package where you do all your coding and your GST, there are a lot of apps that integrate with Xero where you can build a more complex budget that does go below that bottom line to those drawings or those capital expenses where you can create a budget. And so it depends on what sort of budget you're planning and what sort of reporting that you want to do. And they range in complexity. So some of them I would suggest are definitely better for your advisor to help you build out because they're extremely complex as to how you enter data. Even some of them I <laughs> can never follow. Yeah, I've done some work and some pretty tricky ones. And for me, it was fun. I loved using yeah. something like a castaway, but that's because I love numbers. But for generic business owners, it's not really going to work. So we kind of need something that's a bit fit for purpose for yeah. those medium-sized businesses in our demographics. A great, simple cash flow budgeting tool is Figured. And if you've heard of Figured before, you might be thinking that is a farming app. And it is. It, is. it was developed as a farming app, but they have recently diversified to allow them to be useful for commercial businesses as well, which means that no matter what your business is, there will be a figured product that works for you. So I believe within the office, we've got plumbers, we've got liquor stores, got all sorts of customers that are using that yep. as their product for their budgeting. And the great thing is, is that just like the Zero Budget Manager, you can have your starting point by exporting some numbers from a prior year, importing them into your budget, and then tweaking them so that that end result, again, reflects the goals that you want to have for this year. And it's nice and simple. Again, it doesn't have any rules. It's just pretty much like your Excel spreadsheet where you can punch some numbers into some cells to make the budget that you want rather than having to have a manual about how the system works or how numbers are going to work together when you input them. It's one cell creates a total across the year and it's nice and simple to build it out and then approve it once you're happy. That's the important thing, making sure it's simplistic. So please don't take this as a spiel on how we love Figure and how we love Zero. <laughs> All products, are, there are a lot of products available and it really is key that you talk to your advisor and find the one that's right for you. We just wanted to use examples of real life tech so that you can see how this actually would work within your business. And the key when you're first getting into budgeting is getting involved in that process. So depending on which software you choose, it may be more of a partnership, but these are a couple of good tools that your advisor can help you set them up initially, but then they're nice and simple that you can completely control that budgeting process from start to finish 
because they are nice and simple and they're nice and easy inputting tools that we you want, should be able to use. We want software that can help us meet those goals. Absolutely. Eh? And that you're not reliant on your advisor, that they are part of that picture of helping you set and review the budget, but that you can call them in at the right times rather than them needing to do all of this work for you. It allows you to have that more control over that budget than you would with some of the other products. Yeah, totally. And I feel like this has been a really good explanation of what you could use as far as tech and budgeting. So I think we move on to our next section. Yeah. And for the final section of today's podcast, we're going to talk about a mindfulness. So what have you got for today, Kelsey? So today I've got the rubber band model. So this is the idea of you standing in between two rubber bands. One's pulling you back and one's pulling you forward. So let's think of this in the aspect of business and you're wanting to add a new product line to your services. Mm -hmm. So that back rubber band, that one that's holding you back, it might be your risk that you might not have any customers that want to buy your product. You might be unsure of your margin or you might also be unsure of how you should price the product. Yeah, And then there's always kind of that, I'm just not quite ready, and that doubt in the back of your head. But the on the other flip side is also going to be something at the front pulling you forwards. So it might be that your sales have taken a drop in the last couple of years and you really need something to invigorate your business. Yeah, It might be that you just need that product line. It's complementary of what you're doing currently and it's going to increase your presence and help your business overall. So it's really a, a way of thinking what is holding me back what is pulling me forward and seeing if you can remedy some of the holdbacks and just rationalize and make sure that the things that are pulling you forward are pulling you in the right direction I think the thing that we especially as New Zealanders feel a lot of the time is that we really pay a lot of attention to what's holding us back and we give in to them and we can be quite cautious especially when it comes to business decisions so we often find that that pullback is quite a strong force so we definitely need to find ways that to achieve goals we need to see what is pulling us in that direction and how we can use that forward momentum to counteract some of that backwards pull. Yeah you've got to be careful because if you're constantly focusing on what's pulling you back and you never actually change yeah. you're you're not going to just continue doing as you always were you're going to actually be doing worse because you can't just expect to do the same thing and expect the same results so it is about growing but doing it in the right direction I guess if you think about it actually as a rubber band if you have two countering forces from two rubber bands you'll end up staying stuck and if one of them becomes stronger than the other whether it's the back pull or the forward pull you'll end up either being catapulted backwards or you'll be catapulted in the direction that you want to go, which is towards your goal and forward. Yeah, no, that's the absolute perfect way to think about it. It's thinking of it in that scenario where if you just stick doing the same thing, it's just going to be you like get the same program. results. Yep, that's the, that's the one. So I guess, is there any way? We could probably loop it around to budgeting, I guess. Absolutely. So I guess we find a lot of the time that people know that they need to budget. That's where they're sitting in the middle. But time and cost that would be their backwards pull rubber band that they don't have the time to do it they don't see the value because they're not doing anything with that budget afterwards it's just a one-time thing throw it in the drawer and 
if they're getting some advice from their advisors or their bank managers, that there can be some costs attached to that as well that they're not willing to pay. So there can be quite a lot of backwards pull. But as we've talked about throughout it's the rest gonna... of our discussion, that setting a budget is going to help you get towards your goals. And those goals are about what you want to take out of your business or where you want to be going in your business. That's your forward pull. And we need to try and find ways so that you can get to that end destination of where you want your business to be to counteract those costs in those times. That was a real good way of putting our mindfulness of the rubber band model into play with our budgeting that we use in our advisory topic. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, jump along to your favorite podcast app and like, rate and subscribe the episode so that others can find the podcast as well. And if you need to get in contact with us for direct tailored advice, please do not hesitate to phone our office or flick us an email, melancal at bdo.co.nz. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Unlocking Business Potential, backed by BDO Taranaki.